And I held my head up high in a hill You know what I've been listening to all day? <laughs> Babe, tell him. Tell I'm him. on a fucking Creed kick, boy. Mm. The last four days straight, 98% of the music I've consumed has been Creed or Creed related. Yeah, Kasim, uh, you didn't have a voice last night. <laughs> I barely have a voice today. I'm thinking it sounds. I'm, I'm listening to myself right now. It sounds, it sounds pretty good. We went to a friend's birthday last night, and there was a bunch of karaoke rooms. And yeah. me, Kasim, and my friend, when your special friend, my special friend, went into a room and did karaoke for. It felt like um, it felt like 15 minutes, but we were in there for like a solid hour. Yeah, maybe even more when it comes to like, because we like maybe left, there were like half, things yeah. going on. We'd go out, come back in, go out, come back in. And Kasim performed Creed and just blew the roof I'm, off I'm glad you said performed and not sang because it performed. was a it was a performance in my head. Full performance. It was, um, it was sensational. I don't care where you guys land on the, oh, I don't listen to Christian rock. Creed's fucking corny. If you just listen to the top four Creed songs, you go to Apple Music and just go top songs, you play those four, there is not a chance, pun intended, in hell that you don't sing along, you don't catch that chorus and just like wail at the top of your lungs, especially on My Sacrifice, higher, with arms wide open. Any performance where like you can... You can mumble the words and it feels just as as pure as like saying the full. It almost feels better. Like it's better when you like mumble. Yeah. Creed. The way he sings, it's like, you know, like if you're going to talk, it would sound like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it and the way he sings that, it's very satisfying to sing like this. It's um, you're curling your tongue or you're doing with arms right, and it's like because he sounds a little goofy. It's like it's okay for you to do it, and you sound a little goofy, and you can go way over the top, and it only sounds better the more crazy you get with it. Yeah, you you did a we did a no doubt. Uh, what song was it? Uh, uh, don't speak. Don't speak, and you yeah. hit that guitar solo. You really knew every. You knew that. In and out. Oh, really? Yeah, my voice was shot. I think after I did my sacrifice, the rest of the night, I was struggling to to put words together. It just sounded sounded very, very hard to listen to. A lot of squeaking I was doing. Yeah, I did uh, Living on a Prayer, Ooh. and that's where my voice... You... I gotta say, I've heard people do Bon Jovi before. I've been in karaoke situations, and people pull the Bon Jovi out, and... Here's the thing with Bon Jovi. It, it, it is very performative, but you nailed the actual singing of it. Thank you. The pitch, the the cadence. It, it was, you you barely, like we all screwed up a word here and there for the most part with other songs, but you you almost 100, if this was like a, a guitar hero, you 100%ed Bon Jovi. I didn't know you really had that in you. I didn't know you were a closet <laughs> Jovi guy. Yeah, I'm just I'm just like a music guy in that like I hear songs that I haven't heard in 20 years and I know like all the words everything but more than anything I know like right when things come in and like right your timing's exceptional I I know those little things like comedically I, as well I think you have <laughs> yeah, I think your time I think your timing <laughs> just in general is un, is unreal it's unmatched unparalleled 
Thanks, babe. That's real. This we had a great time. See. They want to see two guys in LA just complimenting two each dolphins. Other. Yeah. yeah, two dolphins at the front of the boat. So uh, Jamie's not here because she has COVID. Her husband has COVID. Yeah, they're fucking. Down. Jack just got over COVID. Yeah, her kids just got over COVID. Yeah. Now they both have COVID, and they're uh, and I said to them, "How are you?" And they're um, both okay. But the only problem is they're like the hard part is like we have to parent. You know, yeah. so it's like, yeah, you, we can manage COVID. It's then having two kids on top of that where you're like, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to make myself like feel better. I could barely watch TV correctly when I had COVID. You know, you just like yeah. come in and out of a daze and you want to sleep. Oh, you were a disaster on that 10th hour of video gaming. You were like, I can barely. I, I couldn't clear the level. Yeah, I could barely move my thumb, you know, but you did it, babe. I did it. I, I beat Jedi Fallen Order. Wow. Um it's been so long since we've karaoke karaoke this this place that we went to by the way i've never been really really fun we don't go out like to bars ever and me and Kasim go everywhere together so meeting each other out was very unique yeah. you know it was yeah. like i was standing at the bar and all of a sudden you come rolling in and it was like oh hey buddy like yeah i was waiting I know that was weird. Yeah, yeah. Because I was also dressed in a You came in full, very Kramer. Yeah. You know? Full 80s attire. I had like 80s windbreaker, bright colors. And I was waiting for you in the lobby. I thought you were going to be, I thought there was one entrance. It turned out there was two, but I was at the other entrance. And I'm just in the lobby. And everyone that comes in is just regular dressed, like just and they keep looking over to me and they just see this like very very bright caricature of a human being this is an 80s outfit that uh, i wore a few years ago to, to an 80s night at, at universal but um, oh, yeah that it's was... available at amazon which we went to yeah your birthday for my birthday and uh, sorry guys for who are watching this i'm like clearing stuff out of my mouth because i just ate a honey mama oh yeah just one yeah just one i just had a honey mama so i'm, I'm just glad. could you imagine wanna... we got a honey mama sponsorship that saved me thousands. I'll tell you, they could pay me in indirect honey mamas. And for people who don't know, honey mamas is like a healthy chocolate. But it doesn't taste healthy. No, it does. And like, listen, first I, bite maybe a little chalky. The rest of the bites, it gets better the more you, you have it. Oh, I don't. I've never noticed a first chocolate. First bite. bite's a little. It's not what you expect, but it is delicious. Highly recommend if you've got fifteen dollars to throw away on yeah, a square chocolate. It's the Peruvian. The Peruvian chocolate one. Yeah. And they keep them in the refrigerator uh, aisle. Take them out of the refrigerator aisle. Keep it in your fucking, on your counter for 24 hours and let them melt like a brownie. Yeah. yeah. Then we're cooking. Now we're, now we're cooking. We, uh, so what do we got? What's, what's on the, what's on the agenda? We're both like, <sighs> well, so let's, can we talk about this? Over. Can we talk about this party a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What There's, do you want to talk about? As two sober guys, we we have a different sort of approach to parties. Oh, yeah. When you drink, you, you kind of like have those first few drinks, and then you just go where the party takes you. There's really no worry about like, uh, do I want to dance or do I want to go over here? You just go. You're, you're just having a good time. Before you know it, it's been two hours. You're sweaty, and like somebody's like, we got an Uber, and then you're out. And then everything's kind of a blur. When you're sober, you kind of have to, at least we do, because we're neurotic, we think about what part of the party we're taking part in and where we should be spending more of our time allocating resources. Like we we spent some time in the karaoke room, which was sectored off from the rest of the party. And a couple of times we were like, man, maybe we should go out 
and uh, socialize. Because they're like, oh, there's a performance, or there's yeah, something yeah. going on. I'm like, oh, should we go out there? But then, like, even in between songs, we'd be like, are we not being social enough? Should we yeah. be out there in this? Where yeah. when you're drinking, like, you ne- you think, you could be with two people in the room, you're like, That's we're being social as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you're, yeah. yeah. So we, we uh, had to, like, actively make the decision to leave the karaoke room, and we're like, all right, let's go, like, try and dance. Yeah, yeah. Let's Which go. I didn't really, I, I was <laughs> like, I could skip that. And yeah. then you and the person I was with were like, no, we want to dance. And I'm like, okay, you know, when you're sober and when you're there, you can't be selfish. You're like, yeah, let's go out, dance. I never said, I never even put my two cents in. Here's, here's, you, you were great. You got to understand I'm with you the whole time mentally. Oh, I know, I know. And I'm, I'm pushing myself totally to come out a little bit and do a little bit of dancing, even though I, I feel like I look stupid. No. I feel yeah. a little stupid. But I do. But see, you got I'm the glad. you got the cut. Not to interrupt you, but it's for it's for a compliment. Oh yeah, please. You got the comedy down. So like, even if you look stupid at at like a at doing a dance or whatever, people go like, "Oh, he's doing the stupid dance <laughs> yeah, thing." Yeah. And then people are like, "Oh, ha ha ha!" Like you yeah. like you were doing like you know yeah. like funny shit, and nobody's yeah, yeah. like nobody's like, "Oh, he's trying to dance it. He's not killing it." Like you know. Yeah, that's that's kind of one of the benefits of not being like a hot guy is like <laughs> people don't take you seriously when you do stuff like that. Right? Like no people one's like, just oh, write it "Look off at as this comedy. guy thinking he's cool." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you're in like a when you're in like a neon twenty dollar yeah. jumpsuit from right. Amazon and yeah, you're yeah. like dancing around. Yeah, yeah people you. are just like, "Look at that wacky dude over there." Totally. He's yeah. having a great time. Well, look at that wacky guy. And it because and especially now, like the older you get, but also like in this time we're in like it becomes the cool thing like you know like sure. when i first saw you i was like this fucking weirdo this and right. now i'm like oh Kasim's like the coolest friend like yeah you know yeah, it's, yeah i appreciate that it's it's taken a lifetime of bullying to to get to this point I'm, and i wouldn't change it for the world you know yeah but I then you know you don't, you don't want to be the guy who was like the the high school uh quarterback who now is like 40 with a beer belly who never gets off the yeah the yeah. couch you yeah know? what's his name from can't hardly wait the Remember that movie? Yeah. What's his name that was like the quarterback drinking beers? Comes back to the Dawson's Creek. Yeah, that's the one. Don't want to yeah. be that guy. You what you want to be, be is Dawson. the special K. Grow up and just be a fun dude. Seth Green. Hello. So yeah, it was it was nice. It was like two nights in a row that I was out super late. Yeah, the the night before, and our audience is gonna love this. I was at Pride Night. Yeah, you were with your gays. I was with my fellow gays, and we were out there. Universal Studios, I will tell you guys this. Um, Universal Studios has a few theme nights a year, okay? Of course, you guys all know Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, it's a shit show. It's impossible to like get through to a line in less than an hour. If you want to experience the rides, go to a Pride Night ride because it's um, it's only open from nine to one Universal Studios. So everyone that bought a regular Universal Studios pass has to leave the park. The park is only open for people that bought pride tickets, but all the rides are- That doesn't sound inclusive. It's not, it's, it's true segregation. <laughs> all the rides are open. So for Jurassic Park, that takes, I don't know, what, an hour to get through normally. You just walk right through and to the front. Are the tickets for Pride Night more expensive? No, they're like... Uh, mm, straight people just don't want them. They don't want them. <laughs> the amount of... We got there right when they were opening. The amount of people, like it was a mass exodus of families, of of people leaving. They're like, we don't want a part, any part. And of it's it. a bunch of people who didn't hate gay people before, but now they do a little. Now they do because they wow. feel like they're getting special treatment. Yeah. 
Wow. But if you're in it, if you're a, a roller coaster person or you like the the attractions, um, not only do you get to go to the front of the line on just about every ride with no weight, you also get uh, DJs. There's like four DJs spread out through the whole thing, pumping, you know, pretty extreme music. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and there was a drag show right in the middle of it, which is, I think those are fun. Hell yeah. You know? Yeah, that's good. So that's my tip. That's my hot tip. Go to a Pride Night event if you can stomach it. What'd you, what do you dress like to go to Pride Night? I just dress regular, except I cut I cut the sleeves. Oh, I think I said you cut you cut <laughs> it the at mid-drift. the mid midriff. Yeah. yeah, you just let those let that. Well, you maybe would have like a year ago when you were working out. Um, yeah, maybe. Okay, now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Guys, what we love is uh, BetterHelp keeps coming back to this pod probably more than yeah any other sponsor, which means. Our sponsors come back the most when you guys use it the most, which shows that like, you know, the last couple of years have been rough for everybody and uh, people have been using BetterHelp to get through it. And Or also some people listen to us when we say you don't, things don't need to be bad to go to therapy. Sometimes people wait until there's water rushing on the boat where it's like, hey, if there's a little water on the boat, maybe you got to get it off, right, Cass? That's right. I mean, how well would you take care of your car if you knew you were going to have the same car for your entire life? Wow. Uh, BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat therapy sessions. Uh, basically, you can get matched with a actual real-life therapist within 48 hours of signing up on the BetterHelp app. You have access to this person all week. Um, not only is this a, a licensed professional, but it's also much cheaper than traditional talk therapy. I know I've done both. Um, and having the ability to do it all online kind of saves uh, a lot of the time in like trying to find a therapist, which I found to be very difficult. And a lot of it's based on word of mouth. So everyone on the app is vetted and thoroughly, uh, thoroughly vetted and certified. And if you don't like the therapist that you have, guess what? They can match you with another one within another 48 hours. So our listeners get 10% mm -hmm. off their first month at betterhelp.com slash pajama. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash pajama pajama shady rays you know i've seen shady rays uh, all over tiktok because i'm a big tiktok head now i think out of all the sponsors we've had they're the craziest the fact that they offer mm -hmm. if you lose your sunglasses if yep. you break your sunglasses mm -hmm. even if on if it's on day one they will send you a new pair of sunglasses that's right shady rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn durable frames and extremely clear polarized lenses for outdoor living and beyond. Just like Rob said, if you lose them, you break them, they'll send you a new one. And if you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within the first 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com and use promo code PAJAMA for 50% off when you buy two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's right. Yeah, I feel, I feel bad for Jamie. I feel bad that she is. Yeah, she's she, sick she, with anything. I don't care what if it was a fucking cold, if it was a fucking flu, if it was whatever. Look, but, is this two weeks in a row she hasn't been here now, or was she here last week? I think she was not here last week, right? Maybe it was just yeah. Was everyone's gonna before? be missing her big time. Look, we miss yeah. her too. We miss her just as much as you guys. Um, you know, COVID and her new gig and her having kids. I'm surprised she's made as many pods as she has. When when we yeah. all three of us started 
uh, doing the pod, I was like, this girl's so busy. I don't know how she does this. There's probably going to be a lot of pods where it's just going to be me and you. Yeah. But she's made 99% of them. She's the best. Yeah. She fucking, and for no money. Imagine if we were making money, be a hundred percent. She'd be fucking on here with the, with the IV drip right now. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking pushing through. Yeah. That's all she cares about is the paycheck. Well, what do you, what about this abortion stuff? That's the hottest thing in the world right now. I'm not on social media. So like, I, and I understand it's like a big issue, but I don't know the like. You don't need to. I want to know what you heard and what your initial reaction to it was. What I heard? Like what you heard, you heard about it? Like yeah, how'd you like, hear about it? What did up, you hear? Well, the friend that I brought to the party is staying with me and she's like, oh, like she woke up before okay, me and she's like, yeah, her. you hear that? Like, whatever. and I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. But like, what I was telling you is like when there's, and I'm sure, you know, people who listen to this podcast are going to be like, well, I don't, and that's fine. But just the way Great. I you live. You guys can start your own pod. Just the way that I live and the people I happen to surround myself with, like any social topic that you can bring up, whether it's COVID or vaccines or this, even like a gay pride week. This, yeah. I feel like, you know, because I I know people who are fucking, 70 years old, 80 years old. I knew people who grew up in New York City who don't, they're not mindful about fucking anything. I know people who are in the middle. I know people who are all the way uh, on. I feel like I know people who are on like every side of every argument. Yeah. And then this is the one thing where like in my life, I don't know anyone when it was like, we took women's abortions away and someone was like, finally. Like, you know, like the, like the high fives yeah. who were like, yeah. well, that's goddamn fucking right. They, 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 they like all yeah. that work, like, yeah. I just, uh, you know, and, and I hear people saying like men shouldn't make uh, laws about women's bodies. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty good to me. It sounds like, fine. And I would have to imagine everyone that listens to this pod. I mean, I don't want to speak for you all, but I would imagine if we polled everyone, it would be 80, at least 80 percent people that think this is like fucked up. Yeah, because most of the people I'd say that listen to this pod are from L.A., New York. They're from the coasts and from the coasts are generally people that are a little bit more progressive and like aren't religious. And this is this is a, a solely like a religious thing. But and I even I, I feel and I don't know what the percentage is, but I feel like a lot a good amount of the people. I don't know what it could, it could be, 40 percent. It could be whatever that say that they're for this. It is 40%. Like nationwide, it's 60% are for abortion and 40% are against abortion. No, no, that's not what I was going to say. Uh -oh. oh, thank you. Oh, I thought you were saying you were splitting it up. Okay. No, no, no. If I'm saying like if the people who are um, against abortion, if it real, if you take 100% of the people who are against abortion, I'd say if you take 40% of them when it really came down to it, they'd be for abortion. Like if it happened to them and they were in some fucking crazy yes. circumstance where yes. it's like, oh, you're fucking, you know, this person raped this for, or whatever, th there's going to be a, a you know, the, this complication during pregnancy right. that if, if the if the pregnancy goes full term, it's going to be this, uh, you know, it could risk this person's life. It's like, yeah, I think, like I, I think a lot of people would quickly change their tune. Totally. Maybe if they if they were uh, married and happened to get some side chick pregnant, like th things of this nature, and and it usually is those people that are the ones that are speaking up for the ban on abortion, like in in Congress and stuff. It's always the the hypocritical sort of Christian Republicans that are the ones that, if you dig deep, they were like, you know, it's the ones that are like 
our anti-gay uh, marriage are the ones that like are secretly caught like fucking gay hookers. You know, it's like always the ones that are closeted about the issue are the ones that are so vocally against it. Right. It's like I, I from the outside seem like the healthiest guy and I want pizza more than anyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put when it. When I go buy a pizza place, it hurts me more than it hurts anyone else. It's. I it's, see the way. I see the way you stare at pizza. And it is it is from a man who wants it inside. Him. I'm crying inside. Yeah, on the inside. but outside you're like no pizza. Yeah, like, let's no go gym. salads. Like yeah, yeah, I eat all the salads and I this and, and and it's such a big part of my life because all I want to do is mm. sit on my couch and fuck a pizza. Yeah, yeah, and just fucking yeah, American Pie. A fucking well, we're pizza. sorry if you're you know if you're a woman and you listen to this pod and uh, right, did you have something to do with this? Well, you know, I will be, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the pod before, but I have been in a situation where I was with somebody and we um, had an oopsie, you know, Mm. if I can, if I can put it in that terms. That's what you call little. And we both agreed that uh, it would be best to uh, terminate the pregnancy. And this was in a time where I was like in the middle of my disease, you know, I was like drinking all the time. And I knew that if I were to have a kid in that moment, it would just be like, it would be terrible for everyone involved. And so we kind of had that agreement at, you know, it was more of me being like my stances. If, if I could weigh in, I would be okay to not have this kid, but ultimately whatever your decision is, I will support because it's my responsibility. Um, she agreed and it happened. And, um, if that, if we weren't in a situation where it was legal to do so and I would, and I had a kid like now I'd be like, Oh, it'd be great to have a kid. But then I wouldn't have really been available emotionally. Like it it would have just really, really threw a wrench into what we were both doing. And I'm thankful for the fact that that service was available back then. And I know there's a lot of people that are in that same boat and whose lives could have been thrown in a whole other direction. And, uh, it sucks now that it seems like we're regressing as a society. And now like other things like gay marriage are like uh, in the crosshairs of the Supreme Court because we are we have a, a right-leaning conservative majority in the Supreme Court, which is we knew was going to happen. We kind of knew that this was going to happen, but it, it has, has happened and we're so like dumbfounded by it. But this is all because of like one fucking lunatic that was in office that set up a whole chain of events and... That's as political as I'll get on this pod. Yeah, Trump could ride a bike like a motherfucker, son. That What's dude, that mean? Dude can ride a bike. You didn't see Biden fall off the bike. <laughs> oh, oh. I heard. Yeah. Uh, I stopped uh, watching the news. I have which two has been questions. So great yeah, I don't since watch. Biden I watch, was elected. I watch nothing. My news intake's gone to zero. Yeah, you're just like he's doing a great job, and then you just you just go on with your day. I think he's doing like a pretty adequate, poor to adequate job, <laughs> yeah. but it's way better than like the 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 constant mess that I felt like we were in before. So I have two questions. One is, uh, do you give Gabby permission and us as a pod to title this episode "Casm's Oopsie"? Is that okay? Uh I, I think that kind of diminishes the event a little bit <laughs> if we were to title it. <laughs> okay. Title it that. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get a feeler out there because that would have been. Casim's baby oopsie. Click. Whoop. Oh no, we could call it Casim's oopsie with the, I, you know, the baby emoji. <laughs> <laughs> with pregnant girl with an, with an X. Yeah, yeah no. With, oh my God. I was going to, uh, can we. 
good. It's good. Yeah, it'd be real good if, if, the, if there the wasn't two, if there wasn't two people involved in it. If right, it was just right, right. my oopsie, then I would be fine with it. Yeah, oh, I think man. it'd be a little insensitive to the other person. And then the other one is when you said you think it'd be bad for everyone involved, meaning the baby, me, her, her and, and the baby. Yeah, who do you my think parents, be my worst? brother? Who everyone. do you think it would be the worst for? The baby, you or the ba- her? probably the baby. I mean, financially, I was in a situation where I could afford anything i could afford care a nurse but like the baby's now one of its parents is like a a complete mess drunk no look how great you are now it would probably be like his seventh birthday now he'd be coming home daddy would be oh i felt it felt like it was gonna be a girl oh i thought oh i thought you knew you didn't know no (laughs) we aborted it when it was one Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i got a guy the um it would have been fine it it would have been fine probably for the baby. I, I think like it would have been hard. There is also a chance that it could be one of those things where people go like biggest blessing of my life. And I didn't of course, know it at the you could time. have cleaned up, right? You could have cleaned up in, in the third term. But there's also a trimester. chance where I just would be a single dad right now, which is not bad. Nothing against single dads. My goal is to have an intact family, me, a partner and the kid together. With that. that sounds tough these days. Sounds tough, but I've waited this long. Why not, you know, make sure that's solid? Could you imagine me, you, and Jamie struggle enough? Me, you, and Jamie having a kid? To, yeah, <laughs> me, you, and Jamie struggle enough to... I mean, that's what it would be, technically. If if you were a single dad now, it'd be like me, you, and Jamie having a kid. I'd that's be over a here sicko. a lot more. Imagine the imagine the reality show we'd have. Yeah, back in the day. But, like, like it, it's a struggle for me, you, and Jamie to get into a room, like, sometimes. In a, imagine if you had a kid and you were a single dad. Oof. We probably never would have started this pot. It probably would have been like, no, I got to take the kid. I got the kid. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this fucking kid. Like, like I, I have a dog and I can't have the dog here when oh, we're doing the pod. Well, when you're doing the pod, but you never have the dog here anyway. I go away for, no, I know, I go away not, for months and you don't have the not dog Not because here. of you. I'm just saying it's because I, the, the responsibility is too great because I got a job. I was like, I can't have this dog here all day by itself <laughs> or I got to give it to my parents. Right. You know, my yeah. parents would be raising it. You got a dog nurse smoking in its face. <laughs> Do they both still smoke? Yeah. Oh shit, dude! They're they're people born in the Middle East in the fifties. They absolutely still smoke. They're like you know, people in Japan or China. It's like all you do, to so you you pray, and you smoke. That's what you do in the Middle East. Hmm. I like that. It's kind of nice. You don't pray or smoke. Not anymore. What you want? I quit to, uh, praying cold turkey. <laughs> yeah, you want to check out that that first email? Uh, yeah, let's take a look here. Man, I gotta say, uh, people don't like to hear about this on on our on our crew, but like, I miss Perry Caravello. I haven't I haven't looked him up. I haven't. I gotta I gotta look into Perry Caravello. And make sure he's all right. I saw he was streaming today. Oh wow, really? Yeah, he's doing good. His numbers okay, good. are strong. Great. Uh, I, I think Perry. he's doing. I think he's doing probably way better without us in his life which is scary to me let's make the commitment now that we'll check in with perry yeah if jamie's still sick next week we got to try and get him on let's make sure that we coordinate it to where he comes on when jamie's back you're so right i forgot about that yeah yeah because then they could finally like work out their differences especially her you know what her first one back we should surprise her her first one back still partially sick from covid yeah yeah it's a perry caravello guest yeah that would be the best. Hell yeah. Though. Shout out Tom. Shout out Tomb. Um, here's a Sharpie question email. This is from Uriah. It says, hello, Cass, Jamie, and Rob. 
I just had a dream that I was in college English class and Rob and Jamie were teaching it. Kasim was there as a teacher's assistant. If you each had to teach a class on anything, what would it be? I assume Kasim's class would be on aliens or Sasquatch or maybe Rocket League, but I don't know what Jamie and Rob would teach. Thanks, Uriah. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of spot on, you know. I, I feel like I could teach uh, a class on um, early UFO, sort of like how the government, our first encounters with UFOs, which would be during World War II and working to Roswell and working to the current modern day, that would be like a, an advanced class, but the modern day sort of Navy sightings and the UA, the Congress, Senate hearings, of course, you know, mm. but that's kind of where I'd go with all that, with a, with a side extra class for Sasquatch. From abortion to UFOs, we just cover the whole... I'm a complex, wow. I'm a nuanced, layered, textured individual. Okay, hello fresh. Hello fresh. What's easier than this? If you guys are very busy people, you're working five days a week, you got things to do, you want your weekend all to yourself, when do you have time to go food shopping? The answer is you don't. So hello fresh, when you come home from work, it'll have it all waiting for you on a box, on your doorstep, ready to go. That's right, choose from 55 or more weekly options featuring pre-portioned, high quality ingredients picked at peak ripeness. HelloFresh delivers fresh quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week so you can savor summer flavors right from home. You can select meals from the Taste of Summer series that are sure to become everyone's new favorites like the Old Bay Shrimp and Sausage Boil mm, and family-style grilled steak lettuce wraps. Yummy. Mm. Mm. It's cool. You get everything pre-portioned in a package. For guys like me who don't really know how to cook, they make it very easy. You get the recipe cards, it's all there. It makes for a fun date night too. If you have somebody here that you wanna cook with and you don't wanna always go out to eat. And you know what's really nice? You take these little bowls or little cups and you put the prepackaged ingredients in those. And then when she gets there, you're like, you know what, babe? I chopped everything up. That's I did right. everything real nice. And they're yeah. like, oh my God, look at your knife skills. That's right. That's like that scene of Mrs. Doubtfire. Go to HelloFresh.com slash pajama16 and use code pajama16 for up to 16 free meals Oof. and three free gifts. Wow. So you got to go to HelloFresh.com slash pajama16. Use code pajama16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. With our financial advice, our listeners are going to need 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's right. Find out why they're America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh.com. What would you teach, Rob? What would you be in on? You know, when I think about this, like what, what I would really love to do is like teach something about like like economics but i would like to have people come in who are like brilliant in the space and like mm. have them i kind of like co-teach with them and come from a space where like i know stuff about it but i would love to learn more and this because i'm constantly like watching these guys online and they talk about stuff and like the charge like we were saying capitulate when i confuse cap capitulation with right. accumulation sure. phase but like I love like listening to that stuff and seeing it. And I think it's so, and like a lot of it is numbers and I was always good with numbers. Oh, and, you're like, great with numbers. You're I, really good at seeing data, taking it in and like able to communicate it clearly. Yeah. And like there would, there would be time even where like in the beginning we were doing this pod and, and I, and I would be like throwing numbers out there like, Oh, we had this many, we had this many. And you would be like, Oh yeah, Rob pays attention to the numbers. I'd be like, I never pay attention to the numbers. Like in my head, I'm like, I don't even look, I don't even, cause oh, I just like, you do. Yeah. I, but that's the thing. I just yeah. like go by them and I'm like, okay, like I can, I'm like, oh well, I know we had this last week, and then this week is yeah. this, and I. But I don't, I don't sit there and go like, huh? Last week we had this. It's just like I yeah. can just look at them. Yeah. So if you could right now, 
I know you've kind of been out of the the game the last few days because you've had your special friend here, but can you give us a 30 second state of the market? Like a distillation of like where sure. we're at. I mean, a lot of people know this, the markets have gone to shit and, and crashed within the last few weeks. So, and again, my I don't know a lot about the markets. This would just be like, I would love to have people on because I love listening to them. But right. I would but, love to talk to them about it. we want to hear it through your my, filter. Yeah, through yeah. my, this is what I get yeah. from, from there it's i feel like it's split down the middle there's some people who feel like oh relief is around the corner because there's going to be midterm elections soon so they don't want things to get that bad so there's going to be this like these relief rallies and things going to be coming around this but the people who i tend to believe and who i think are the smarter people in the market and this is not financial advice in any way blah 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 whatever you got to say they all feel like this is just the beginning of the bad stuff and mm-hmm. like one of the stats that like sticks out to me is they said like almost half of the money in circulation in the US of like US dollars was printed since COVID. Yeah, which which is crazy. Which is very bad because some people say that that now means a dollar. It's, a, it's the inflation's out of control. Right. It's like a dollar two years ago is now worth 50 cents because there's twice as many. Which is so cool. But then I, I know there's things that they do to like offset that. So it's not exactly. So when 50. the when the Fed raises the interest rates, what are they doing when they do that? That shit, I don't even know. When it comes to the Fed raising interest rates, mm-hmm. it's not like I haven't learned about that. Right. I learn about it. I could learn about it right now and you ask me tomorrow and I'm like, ah, I don't really. Sure. No, because it's not it's not like numbers you know it's an explanation of like well, well if we do this then like we think this is going to happen and, th- and i'm like what like i don't really i say we can make the turn into a financial advice pod real quick i think we just did it i think, I think we just people did. are going to be making millions we this today's pod was a financial advice pod financial it, advice, we, we touched on abortions gay pride pride is there food? a is there another pod out there that covers the creed gamut? There's no way anyone's done abortion, creed, the economy. No way. Because we're in a space that we've never been in before where you can go on fucking YouTube and watch the most brilliant people talk about whatever you're interested in. Yeah. We're so fucking lucky. And like, you know, right now, like all these people who I listen to who are so brilliant say, when you find out we're in the best economy of all time. Everything is booming. We're we're at the highest of highs in this. And you go, oh, well, then I should invest. It's like, it's never those people who get rich. No. It's always the people, these people say, when it's like, when things are really rough and times are really horrible and it's like, nobody wants to get, there's a thing called like the fear and greed index when it comes to like crypto and this. And when it's like at a six, which it's at right now, or like a nine or a this, it's like, this is always the best time to invest, but everybody wants to. Is that six in, in reference to fear or greed? Fear. So when it's, everybody is scared, nobody wants to touch it, nobody, like everybody, like they show that the, uh, I don't know if this is like super boring for people, but. No, no, I'm interested because you're interested. W- when they show that the like Google trends right now for like the, the, Google search crypto is dead or like Bitcoin is dead is like higher than it's ever been this. And we're like, when that happens and they'll like put that chart next to the chart of the price of Bitcoin. And they're like the lower, the more fear that comes in the best. These are the, these are those times and they circle them. And that's when you see like the biggest spikes come. Yeah. I mean, crypto has been around long enough for us to know that this will bounce back eventually. Right, it's, take, it's it's just more of a matter of when at this point. Right, you hope so, and that's what you, a lot of you people hope. Are. And like, there's always a chance that it doesn't, but like, 
more more often than not, we can look at the last 10 years or whatever of data and be like, we're going down and eventually we'll come up. But we just, is it going to be two years? Is it going to be three years? I'm down a lot of money. <laughs> uh, but I'm also in a in a very fortunate position where like I can be and 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 not like be um full on in panic mode. Uh so, you know, that's why they always say and this is such a fucked out thing, but it's so important is like don't invest money that you can't afford to lose and um money that you could if you lost tomorrow, you would still be okay. It's like when you lend someone money. I look at it as the same way. Same. And what and if I was ever going to give someone advice, but this is not financial advice, because none of this. Is what I would say is, don't like, oh, I'm going to put all my money into crypto. I'm going to do all this. But if you're like, hey, I'm thinking about making a bet on a football game, or I want to buy this uh, hoodie, or I'm going to go shopping for something that maybe I don't need, but I kind of just yeah. want whatever. It's like, just try it. Yeah. Maybe if you want, throw two hundred dollars on fucking into Bitcoin or whatever, mm -hmm. and just see what happens. You could learn. You know, you you could you could just stick your foot in because what when i was getting into bitcoin what a lot of people thought was you had to buy a bitcoin to get into bitcoin you have to buy one full bitcoin right and that's right. what everybody at the time when i got a, in there i get it 2400 bucks i get why you would think that yeah and yeah. everybody's like i'm not buying a fucking i'm not spending 2400 bucks on a bitcoin i don't even know what that is oh you know? i remember you know it's so tough because i just remember having every opportunity in the world to buy oh. that like you know it's just one of those things coulda woulda shoulda and part of me was just like, I'm tired of being the guy who's watching all this stuff on the sidelines, you know? So I got a little bit, and then that little bit gave me the interest to start, like, researching it more. But here's what happens with something like this to, to me, and maybe somebody could be like, that's because you're greedy, or that's because you're whatever. Maybe, but it's like everyone I know who got into this shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, I got in at when Bitcoin was like $2,400, mm -hmm. and it shot up to uh, 70000 69000 Yeah. And... When it was up there, I was very grateful, everything, this. But then I'd always lay in bed and be like, man, someone told me about it when that shit was $11. You're always going to be thinking like you're about always what could have Where my brother got into it much later than I did. And he would fucking hit me up and be like, man, I can't believe you fucking got into Bitcoin at $2,400. Yeah. You know, so you're kind of like, and again, I was super grateful for it. And I was like, wow, but there would be those things that would slip into my head of being like, Man, some some nerd at the poker table told you about it as eleven dollars, and like you yeah. laughed at him, and I'm like, you're a fucking asshole talking to me. Totally, I'm 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 the same way with comic books. You know, I got in very lucky to get into some of these comic books when they're very cheap, and then we had the comic book boom last year, and a lot of these books, three, four, five x, maybe more. Did you ever think of selling anything? I have. And I feel like I sh definitely should now, but uh, should have or should today? I should today, and Are I sh probably down? should have already. Yeah, because I I have this thing where I hold things. Oh, I'm the same. Yeah, it's... I don't like to sell because to me it's like a chore, and and also I sometimes buy things at a top, and so it's hard to beat that. Yeah. So a lot of the things you know I have to hang on to for multiple years, <laughs> like my Spider Man paid off because I've I've had it now for six years. Um. And, but like a lot of the comics I bought last year, still, I'm still in that, you know, if the point is, if you like to collect, it's fun, just do it within your means. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you have to, uh, you know, it's like if, if somebody said to me, well, should I buy fucking crypto or Apple stock or this? It's like, you know, the, the oldest, they like the number one thing you learn when you're fucking 
buying stocks or investing money or this is like diversify. Like if you put all, if somebody was like, I've saved up 50 grand, I'm opening a pizza place. It's like, fuck, but what happens if COVID? What happens yeah. if this? It's like if one thing can fuck up your whole investment, like if, 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 if fucking Apple comes out or this. So it's like if you have fucking $200 to invest now that you could buy fractions of stocks on, on certain apps or whatever, you could put $20 into fucking Apple, $20 into Bitcoin, $20 into this and just, and it's not about like, oh, I'm not going to become a millionaire from 200 bucks, but it's about maybe you'll fucking get interested in it. You'll learn in it. And I think people think like, well, to be interested in that stuff, like you, you need money or to this. And it's not, it's not the case at all. Like I, I study and like, listen about stuff that I have no money involved in. Right. I just like, but again, some people probably find this shit so boring and I apologize if you do. No, it's fine. You know what we should do? Um, I, I did ask, I, I did ask our Instagram for some questions for the pod. So we should get into that. Okay. Well, here's one from speak of the devil, Perry Caravello live. And the question is, was Perry scammed out of his land? I don't know what that's in reference to. It's because we're, are we, is that something that happened while we've been out? Oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on, let's see. Should we see if we should, if I can call Tom right now and see if he'll pick up? Would you have another, do we have another question? Yeah, let's get through some of these. Uh, let's rapid fire through some of these. Yeah, let's do it. Um, this, is getting, this is a crazy question from N64 Rescue. They ask, what's the best N64 game ever? <laughs> and the only reason I bring that up is because you played a lot of N64. That's really tough, but I think we might have answered that. But I mean, Goldeneye is like Goldeneye. revolutionary, right? But Goldeneye, I'm a big Mario Kart guy. I was gonna say yeah. Mario Kart is yeah. is great too. I have Zelda, to, Ocarina of Time. I'm like very. Uh, oh, here's here's Tom. All right, Perry Perry Calaravello exclusive guys. Hold Here on. Here we go. Here we go. Yo. Hey, sorry, I didn't I didn't realize uh, I had my phone on silent. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. We're recording uh, pajama pants right now, so you're on. Hey, Tom. Oh, hey guys! Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry. No, no, no. We we called you because we wanted to ask you a we question. We had a question on our um oh, on our well, Instagram. On the air too, so. Oh, perfect! You you could play this if you want or Great. whatever. Okay. You you have full consent. Wait, hold on. Okay, guys. I have. Uh, this is Robert Eiler from Pajama Pants. Uh, so Robert, say hi. Yeah, what's going on, guys? I, I've I unfortunately I've been traveling for like the last month or like six weeks and, and my life has been crazy and this is the longest i've gone without being so up to date on perry caravello and the right time because we've been off for six weeks are you kidding no how serendipitous we've had a hiatus oh my god that makes total sense and that's probably that's probably part of it too why i haven't been up to date because it hasn't been like on my feed yeah right so yeah, we no, tonight tonight was the first night back Great. You guys hear that. If you're listening to this, um, Perry Caravello's first stream back. Uh, welcome back. And we had a question, actually, Tom. This is Cass. Uh, we had a question on our Instagram. Hey, uh, and it says, was Perry scammed out of his land? And we didn't really know what that was in reference to. Yes. But, yes, he was. Uh, that wow. was a big topic of conversation that came up on tonight's stream. Um, I'll, quick, I'll quickly give you digestible version of it yeah please so a, a couple of weeks so we, we've had to take some time off and during the time off perry called me a couple of weeks ago and he said tom uh i, I my brother kenny needs me to sign some land over to him oh. and i'm just like and i was in the middle of a couple of other things that i've had some family issues i've had to take care of and i was like what this doesn't sound right is somebody Tending to be Kenny. So the bottom line is it turns out that Perry has land in Arizona in his name. 
that he got 35 years ago, roughly, sometime in the 80s. And Kenny, his brother, is now selling that land uh, and and needed Perry to sign the land over to him, which sounds... Now, does that sound right to you? Like, just off the bat, what I've told you, does that sound... Oh, sure. It sounds like a Netflix documentary in the making to me. That's super fishy, Tom. <laughs> yeah, right. no, this sounds horrible. So this gets worse. And he, I said, Perry, whatever you do, don't sign any documentation. I was trying to ask him questions. Now, as you guys know, Perry's not the most reliable narrator. Sure. Um, so I'm trying to piece together. Wait, how, now, I've never heard about this before. I, I've known Perry a long time. It's the first I've heard of him owning land. <laughs> In Arizona. Okay. Now, Perry doesn't own anything of value. (laughs) But he has this this land. So anyway, long story short, Kenny wants Perry to drive to Arizona to sign these documents. I said, Perry, whatever you do, don't do that. I have to go. And I had to get off the phone because I was staying with my parents. And I said, we'll talk tomorrow. But whatever you do, don't sign that. Now, in the interim, of me talking to him again the next day, Kenny sent a woman to meet Perry at Denny's for him to sign this document. And when I called him the next day to talk more about this, he had already signed it. Oh my God. I bet she was a decent looking woman. That's why. (laughs) I mean, Kenny, Kenny was, and by the way, Kenny is known as the cheap brother. (laughs) Kenny, Kenny's the cheap one. Remember, he was hitting me up for my HBO Max password. <laughs> yeah, and then he watched everything in one night, right? <laughs> he watched everything in one night except Perry's show. Except the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Tom, that's crazy. So so essentially he handed over his land to his brother and had no idea what he was signing. Had no idea what he was signing and has no idea what the value of the transaction. Oh, so can right. you tell us how how did Perry handle the six months no streaming? Uh, six weeks. But also, how six much weeks. was that land worth? Did we look it up? Honestly, I don't think – I've looked up, you know, because I was doing the stream, but I had people looking it up and sending me things. Uh, honestly, it could be upwards of $100,000, possibly more. Kenny Scamavello. That's I mean, incredible. honestly, and, and to be to be real with you, like not even joking around, I had a hard time doing the rest of the stream because I was so livid by this. Of course, we hadn't really talked about it. So, so can you give us a quick briefing of how the six weeks of no streaming was with Perry? Because I could see it going either way. I could see him missing the streaming so much and wanting to get back, and I could also see him like seeing the the sky is bluer for the first time. And yeah, you know, it was a mix of both. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, there was the, 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 maybe about a week after he got all set up on a Monday and he called me and it was like Monday around 5 p.m. my time, uh, you know, in New York, uh, around the time we usually start streaming. And he's like, where are you? He's like, we're supposed to be on. And he was all set to stream. And I was like, no, Perry, we're we're off. And he's like, oh, and he kind of didn't know what to do with himself. Um but he missed, you know, he missed certain aspects of it, but I think, you know, and he was very eager to stream today, but of course it didn't take long for him to start telling everybody that he was going to shut off his computer and, you know, screaming and yelling at people, yeah. but he did, he went surfing, he went skateboarding, he went to Santa Monica, he, 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 uh, he enjoyed life a little. Did we get video of him surfing by any chance? 
No, no, but that's uh, apparently coming. Uh, oh. no. When I questioned him on the surfing, he, he admitted that it was really boogie boarding, but he calls it surfing. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take video. We got to get uh, in the water. we got to get you and, and Perry back on the uh, show. We got to uh, kind of schedule that and and see yeah, if we can Perry, get you guys Perry, back. I mean, he's got, obviously, you've got a lot to talk about because we still got yeah. to dissect this. this yeah, this is crazy. Place. This is crazy news. We we wish you guys the best, and and uh, we really hope that we can come to some sort of conclusion, some sort of fair conclusion here about the land. And thank you so much for calling us back while you're streaming. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Oh, you know yeah, we literally just finished. And by the way, as I've been talking, everybody in our chat is wants me to pass on to you guys how much uh, the PCL community loves pajama pants, and they think you guys are great. Well, we love awesome. you guys. And we miss you guys. Yeah. We, we, we can't wait to see tonight's stream and what happens. That's crazy. All right. Jeez, guys. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll send you the link to it as soon as possible. Uh, All right. Thanks, All right, Tom. Well, good to hear from you. We'll All talk right, to you bye soon. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon. Wow, that's fun. That's that's great that we kind of could sync up in that way. Um, wow! Thank you so much for the uh, Instagram questions. I know there's some that we didn't get to, but we will. Uh, I'll save those and we'll get to them on the next pod. But uh, if you guys enjoy that part of the conversation, uh, look that we're just talking about what we know, and that's a very limited scope of things. But uh, it's hard. It's hard when we we have company. And Jamie's missing, and we did a pod last week, just the two of us. What you're are we going to talk about? You're too hard on yourself. We're going to talk about Bitcoin and Perry. It was a good pod. I thought it was great. Uh, and we thank you guys for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, click the subscribe button. Click the notification bell. That way you uh, are notified when the videos go live, which is on uh, YouTube every Tuesday morning. And uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Jamie's on Instagram and Twitter. Rob's off the grid. Do not try and contact him. If you have an email you'd like to send, send it to askpajamapants at gmail.com. Send us your dating profile. Send us a screen cap of your entire dating profile, and maybe we'll look at it and give you some pointers and tips. We have a subreddit, r slash pajamapants podcast, and we're on TikTok. So. And everybody go send Jamie love. With yeah. COVID Flutter. And hugs and kisses. And Flutter we, inbox. We love her, and we she's the best, and we told her if she needs us i'll fly out to austin and we'll, we'll our uh, thoughts are with jamie um and perry so until next time guys uh we'll see you then